Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's up? It's Blay. Welcome to another episode of Good Game, Nice Try. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Sonia Reed. Now that's what the script says. Wonderful. Listen, I was going to say, you don't have to feel obligated to say, you know, whatever descriptors are on there, but I appreciate it. I would say uh, fantabulous. Really struggled with that. together fabulous and fantastic. Because I feel like there's no word that exists that can describe you, Sonia. You need oh, a new word. I got my own word. Yeah. Uh, how's it going? How's it going over there? No, overall, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. You know, I've been playing a lot of very disappointing games this week. Oh, why? <laughs> I don't, you know what? I don't know. I There's been a lot of games that I'm like, this is going to be sweet. And then I fire them up and I'm like, this is the opposite of sweet. Oh, this isn't fantabulous. A, this is the opposite of fantabulous. The anti-fantabulous. Anti. I had a taste of that with Demon Souls actually recently. I have never played any, any of those kind of games. Okay. And it's so unbelievably punishing yeah. that I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, here's my issue. Everyone is always like, you know, play Dark Souls and, and play Demon Souls and play Bloodborne and all this stuff. And I'm like, my real life is punishing. <laughs> you know? Oh, you're like, I need an escape. I don't want to, you know. What do you like about Demon Souls, though? On the PS5, I'm guessing. Demon yeah, Souls on PS5. it is a cool challenge. I will say that. I appreciate it. What I don't appreciate is all of the souls that I've worked so hard for, how they disappear after two deaths if you don't go and get them. And I can't do it. I can't. I die it's, all the time and I can't do it. <laughs> it's a lot. You know, what's, you know what happens with like that game, specifically those kinds of games, is like after the fourth or fifth death, you know, like after you lose your souls, for instance, I just stop caring. I get nihilistic, which is, by the way, not how I feel about all games. I do care very deeply about certain video games and certain video game characters, you know? Such as? I've had crushes on video game characters before. Ooh, what's that? You know, I, there are things I feel, being alone and being single, all I have are my video games. Now, normally my attraction is more to hardware. So like people would be like, oh, Blay, are you know, are you dating anybody? I'd be like, well, me and my PS4 are getting pretty close. You know, <laughs> I don't go games, I go hardware. But are you, have you ever had like a crush on a video game character? 
I have so many questions about your your PS5 crushes. Um, but also <laughs> it's it's funny because I I just tweeted out not too long ago that actually I need okay, I need to preface this a little bit. <laughs> so I had a day where I woke up and I had this song from SSX Tricky stuck in my head. Oh. I couldn't stop. I couldn't. Why would you want to stop it? I didn't. I played it for probably honestly, honestly, like six and a half hours. I listened to the same song on repeat. No judgment. Thank you. And it made me think of SSX and how I felt like when I was playing it way back, I was really supposed to be like attracted to Mac. But honestly, Elise, though. Elise. Elise, though. Elise. <laughs> Hello, Elise. Um, I was, yeah, I was definitely like, okay, but Elise kind of cute, though. Um, but then I I was looking her up recently, and I, I completely forgot, like, how gigantic her boobs were. <laughs> she has a very, um, you know, she's very curvy in, in places and a very, um, yeah, no, she's, she's still, she's cute as heck, but I definitely forgot that it was that um, very big polygons. This like, is like 2000 and something. SSX, it's more like XXX tricky. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? But yeah, no, Elise was was cute as heck. And I was trying to think, I'm like, is that the first like girl that I had a crush on in a video game? And I think, I think it is. But, you know, from getting away from your hardware crushes, uh, what was your first, I, I don't, I feel weird saying software crushes. I don't want to say that, but video well, game crushes. It's hard for me to say like the first one, but I'll tell you one that is very weird to me personally that happened recently in the last few years. Oh. And it's in the top five of all time games for me. It's Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, all right? It's a terrible title, okay? But here's what it is, which is you are, you're a woman in Viking times, you're Senua, and you're taking the head of your lover up to this peak so his soul doesn't get sucked into the underworld or this something. This is peak like that. romance. This is starting off peak romance. Well, so here's the thing. She has a mental illness. She has schizophrenia. So she hears all these different voices in her head. In this waking nightmare, where all dreams come true. And you hear, if you're on headphones, all these different voices. It's a fantastic game. Hellblade, send you a sacrifice. But you spend so much time staring at Senua and you're like emotionally invested in this game that I like got a huge crush on Senua. And Aww. so I was like, oh my God, like I love her. Like, and things would happen and I would scream out in my apartment, no! Like I was so angry when she would die. <gasps> anyway, I'm at the Game Awards, okay? I'm sitting there, I'm on the aisle. I look over Oh my across God. the aisle. Oh my God. And I'm like, where do I know that woman from? <gasps> where is she from? And I was like, God, she looks familiar. And I'm like, trying to think like, did I meet her or something? And she wins best actress. It's the woman who played <gasps> Senua. And you're like, Senua, carry my head. I, I started getting hot. I like got <laughs> menopause. I, I immediately went into menopause. I'm getting a hot flash. I'm sweating. I don't get starstruck for anybody and like I was like oh my god I'm in love with this woman you're getting red now I'm getting you're red getting now. <laughs> like and so I and so I didn't know what to do and I was like I, I should I and then I was like I have to talk to her I have to say but now I'm a creep and now I'm like oh I wish I was wearing a turtleneck and I hate my neck and I'm just the oh worst god. and I'm wearing a suit oh it's I'm wearing and it's just awful and did you confess your love and offer your head to be carried up a mountain or what happened 
So at the end of the game awards, we all stand up and I'm like, it's now, it's now, it's now. You gotta say say something. No, 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 no. And I go over and I was like, great job. And then she was like, oh, thank you. And I like ran away. (laughs) Peak romance. (laughs) But I got to meet my video game crush in real life. And I blew it, obviously. Yeah. So now what if you had met like Elise Riggs from SSX Tricky, what would you say to Elise if you had the chance? Uh, um, Thank you. Thank you for the early awakening. Okay. I don't know if I would be as smooth as you were. Even thinking about it now, man, I just feel, I'm so embarrassed to tell this story. It's the worst. I hope I get a chance to meet her again in my life and just apologize <laughs> or something. I don't know. Well, what, what would you say? Oh, sorry. I, I congratulated you at the Game Awards after well, having a massive crush on you for a very long time. Like, yeah, what do you what do you say? Well, look, Hellblade 2 is coming out for the PS5. So there <gasps> is a sequel This is your time. Now's your time. I think you and I have a chance to strategize here. And by the way, if you're listening... Uh, to my terrible story, tweet at us with hashtag GGNT about what I should say if I get to meet (laughs) my crush again or how you think I should approach it. Tweet at us using hashtag GGNT and also tell us who your crushes are, all right? We want to know your video game crushes. Ooh. Because that's something that nobody talks about, right, Sonia? Nobody's out there talking about their crushes. We're leading the way. Right? Nobody talks about the sculpted abs on Link in Z- uh, Majora's Mask as Azora. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks but about that. But he's it. got a six pack. Yeah. My ass in Fallout, my character's <laughs> ass is beautiful. That guy's ass is so tight and he does so many squats, you know? It's amazing. I agree. You know, I, I could talk about your video game ass all day. We really, <laughs> we really could, but we do have a fantastic guest. That's right. And you know what? He's dreamy as well. He's a real life crush of mine. How about that? Aw, you know? that's sweet. And by the way, he's going to be in a video game. He's going to be in the new Gears. Really? Yeah, Wait, did I not know that? Oh my that's God, right. that's incredible. You know him as Austin Creed or perhaps WWE superstar Xavier Woods. He is our guest today. He's an amazing entertainer. He's been part of the WWE tag team, The New Day. He's the host of the YouTube channel, Up, Up, Down, Down. He's gonna be a host on G4. This guy's everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, Austin Creed. How did you guys first meet? Oh, well, I mean, I, you know, I mean, you've, you've known Austin for a minute and you've known him as different things, you know, Xavier, Xavier Woods, uh, the mastermind behind Up, Up, Down, Down. Hello to the gamers, geeks, cosplayers, chiptune enthusiasts, nerds, one and all. But you, you haven't met him as my, my internet husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I have not. Oh my okay. God, it's such a pleasure. Yeah, well, thank you very much, you know. It's very sweet. He's a supporting, you know, distant internet husband. <laughs> yes. So the first time that we met, so we were going to host South by Southwest, the gaming awards together. And then, what, we hung out once before? Did we hung out once before then? Because the yeah. thought was, okay, we got to host the sure. gaming thing. Like, I don't know this person. I got to see what they're like. Because, like, I know how I am from wrestling and just constant improv. And, like, yeah, there's a script, but we can kind of figure it out type of thing. And it's like, okay, so when you're, doing this with someone else, it's like, okay, well, if they're not in that same mindset, I have to adjust or they have to adjust or whatever. And so mm-hmm. uh, we we made it a point to become friends before we hosted that thing together. And uh, and so that's that, that's the, the budding of our beautiful relationship. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Bit, oh, I'm and party the, too. Our, our internet marriage comes from, uh, if you look up my wife, there's a picture of me and her 
at South by Southwest <laughs> doing the prom pose. <laughs> and so somebody sent this to us on Twitter and it was like, wait, when did we get married? And then- <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. I still get it every, every like I don't, five to six months every now and then they're like, wait a second. I didn't know that not only you're married, but but to Xavier Woods? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Austin, I met you, I think, the first time we were on a Jackbox panel together and Sonny and I were talking about, at PAX, and Sonny and I were talking about this earlier, but you wiped the floor with me. You and I went like head to head and you just absolutely destroyed me. And then the next year, Again, we're on a Jackbox panel. Again, we go head to head. And again, you wipe the floor. Oh my God, I can't keep up. I can't keep He's up. on it. You're a sharp comedic brain, dude. Not, sharp no. Sharp comedic mind. I can't explain to you how, and this is going to sound so ridiculous, when I saw that like we're doing that panel together in the Jackbox games and knowing how the Jackbox games are, yeah. I was stressing so hard because <laughs> you're, you are hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. I'm funny looking. I'm funny looking. If you can't see me, I'm not funny. I'm I. It's all in the face. I'm like Jackie Chan. It's just I make great faces. Um, how did you first get started in video games? How did that? How did that? I mean, from a very young, it was a very young age, or was mm. it a later in life thing? No, definitely. It was like the. It was the way that I learned how to socialize with other human beings. So, yep. so for me, uh, I was a very awkward child. I'm still a very awkward man. I just have wrestling has taught me how to mask it better. But my mom told me when I would play regular Nintendo, she said the only the main time that I would ever like open up and talk to other kids is when the other kid had the controller in their hand. And it was like the circuit was completed and I felt comfortable. And so she would she would like set up play dates for me to play games like with other kids that are in my class and stuff. And so eventually I'd build a rapport with those kids. And then when I go to school like, oh no, no, he's cool. And then I'd feel comfortable around them. And then start Aww. to feel comfortable around their friends. And so, like, minus video games, this person does not happen at all. And so, wow. while, while wrestling is definitely, like, my first love, and it's something that I've wanted to do, like, since, since I like, came out the womb, video games <laughs> has always been my, my safe place. Something that I, wow. like, my 100% default, any time of day, no matter what's going on, if you put a video game in my hand, like, I'm happy for years, you know? Um, so, being able to luckily reach the the level the status that we have in wrestling i've been able to now branch that small amount of celebrity that's gained me and use that to shine more of a light on the fact that yes the gaming industry has grown so much over like the past 5 10 15 years but also with that this this advent of not just games being cool but people who play games have the ability to also be seen as cool and influential so for me yeah. Uh, being like a young black kid, not seeing a ton of black characters represented in video games or black people in like the video game community that I was exposed to, it feels good that for to me that I'm able to dive into something that I love, but also hopefully for some young kid, be that vision of oh, if he did this, I can do this too. Yeah, and it's it's incredible that you know with gaming kind of being your start and then leading you into you know confidence to get into that that you've you've come full circle. You're now a, a playable character yeah. <laughs> in video games. You are physically that representation for people. That's incredible. It's it's like the greatest thing in the world to me to see because uh, obviously like in the wrestling games I get excited because the first time I was in one I was like oh I don't have to make myself anymore. 
This is freaking yeah. awesome. Yes. <laughs> Just, I love it. Your first thing is convenience. You're like, oh, finally oh, a preset. Yeah. Finally. Oh, dude. That was like, I'd, I'd spend like 20 hours dude, building I myself. Love- like putting the letters on, the tattoos, the moves. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, I'm done with that. I'm just going <laughs> to uh, use this. Um, but yeah, I'm the- right there with you. Yeah, nobody, no game comes with a, a preset of a beard that's two different colors. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I know. I feel your pain. I'm like spending 20 hours per game. I get it. And also, I got to get the ass just right. You know, I need oh, to get, get, it's really the, the butt tough. is important for me yeah. in every game. You know, yeah. that's like a, t- a five minute endeavor in and of itself. Yeah. Each yeah. time. I've been, so I've been doing, I don't do squats for nothing. I do it to <laughs> exactly. look better in video games. Exactly. And the thing exactly. is, I, I would imagine the Unreal system isn't something that's able to handle that, especially with, no! with some, this, something like yours that you're working with. Not that ass. This <laughs> this junk in my trunk. What do you, uh, but this. It's a, uh, the, the kids are saying you're dragging a wagon now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to you? Obviously, personally, it's got to be, it's obviously extremely cool and not just so you're saving uh lifetime not having to make yourself in a video game but you know as as a black man what does that mean in terms of representation in video games that you are now in games what does that mean to you on that level it feels good because uh, and i was just talking about this with someone um they were asking me about like final fantasy and why i liked it so much and honestly for me that was one of the first times that i saw like a like black character with like a main role and was like wait wait this happens Wait, well, since 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 when can we be in video games and have important things to do? No, no one, no one told me this. Wait, okay, let, let, well, well, troops assemble. Let's go. Hey, um, let's go. I'm not a side quest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, this isn't. I don't have to fetch something for someone. This is great. Maybe was baby. Yeah, no escort mission. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, so uh, so the fact that I know that how that made me feel when I saw it as a little kid. And obviously, uh, that's gotten way better over the course of time since we've become adults. Um, but if there's any type of kid that like plays Brawlhalla, for instance, and they see me in the game, they're like, hey, dope, cool. Like, maybe I could be a Brawlhalla character or, or yeah. whatever, anything. Um, that's it. as cool as it is like for me, like as a person, just to be like, yeah, I made it in a video game. Uh, I know the connotations that it had for me when I was young, and I hope that it is able to do that for someone else now. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I know. One of the things that, you know, I I admire you so much because you don't rest on your laurels. Like, it's amazing. You're just out there making stuff all the time and not, uh, many people, they become part of the WWE. They're like, I did it. I did it. But dude, you are, I mean, let's talk about up, up, down, down. So, you know, it obviously a great YouTube channel. Uh, full of tons of gaming content, fun interviews, intense virtual gaming battles. How did that come about? You know, I mean, obviously you can't sit still, you know, like Sonya and myself, and you need to create. So how did it get born and to, how did that pour out of your brain? Um, so I wanted so bad to make a show that was like Travel Channel-esque because <laughs> with wrestling, for those of you listening who don't know, uh, pro wrestling is it's pro LARPing, but we do it in a different town every night. So as we're in traveling (laughs) pro LARP. Yes. It's like a, what, what what do they call the traveling, the the troops in like the medieval ages that just went from town to town (laughs) for four. Right. right. Yeah. Like a Shakespeare troop or something. Yeah. Yeah, That's what it was. So, uh, going to different towns every night, obviously in the past, uh, I don't know, 10 years, lots of arcade bars have been popping up. And so just like, 
the kids that would go to arcades back in the day, those arcades are gone now, but oh, they've popped back up and wait, we're all over 21. Wait, we can drink and play NBA Jam now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so I go to those in every town that I could find them in and we do it in the States. And then we started going overseas and I would find them overseas and I'd find like a little tiny coffee shop in France with four arcade machines. And that's where like developers were holding weekly uh, events for their games to get actual feedback from people. And people are using these places to grow their video game communities wherever they live. And so it's like, this is great. Why is there not a show highlighting all of these places and all the stuff that they're doing? And so I (laughs) made my whole pitch. I thought it was incredible. Took it to WWE. They were like, like, (laughs) I was like, all right, dope. That's cool. That's cool. I get it. I get it. But, uh, there was somebody else on the office side of things who was looking to make a YouTube channel with one of the talent. And so we kind of found each other through whatever channels and uh, ended up mixing the ideas together. Cause he's like, okay, YouTube video games. That's what if you make a channel, a YouTube, a video game channel? It's like, okay, that, that works. And then I can just get my travel channel show in that way. It's like, cool. And so uh, that was the birth of the channel. And uh, that was what, five years ago now wow. and uh, Congrats, it's it's wow. given me the opportunity to to really lean into video games as much as i want to and to be able to do stuff like this and meet people like you guys and learn from you because like sonia tell you like i've like asked for for so many different types of advice on how to deal <laughs> with with the video game world and, and things to do and how to get like my streams better and stuff and so uh it, i just i feel really lucky that i've been able to meet so many people who have helped like push me along and kind of like guide me so I don't fall off the path. Um, but uh, it's just, uh, I, I, lo- I love it. I Over love 2 it. million subscribers. I mean, congratulations. That's <laughs> 2 like, million subscribers, five years. And I don't want to gloss over. I think there might be a Guinness World Record in there. There is. There is. It's yeah. on my wall over there. There's one in there as yeah. well, so I don't want to gloss that over. Wait, what's the all? Guinness World Record for? So it's the most subscribed celebrity video game channel. Ooh. I feel like they should put celebrity in quotes as well. It's like, eh. <laughs> I'm just kind of a nerdy kid from Georgia who's got <laughs> playing video games. What skills that did you learn in pro wrestling that you think translated well to, you know, being a content creator and like in terms mm-hmm. of comedy, in terms of, you know, in, in the YouTube channel and that stuff? Um, I think in wrestling, you have the ability to learn this, this, <laughs> this way of life that you don't really get anywhere else. So it's like getting to whatever arena you're going to perform in, not knowing what you're going to really be doing until like maybe like five o'clock. Then this, then the show starts at eight. And then when you're about to go on at like eight 25, someone comes to you and goes, Hey, everything we talked about got changed. Instead of seven (laughs) minutes, you now have 14 minutes to do this. It's like, wait, what's, what's this? And then they start explaining it to you, and then your music oh hits, and now you have oh to go out. Oh my god, go dude, that's 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 it's not like Saturday Night Live. That's the exact yeah. thing, like Saturday Night Live. That's crazy. And so, so that'll happen. Well, you're sometimes. doing it every night. You're doing yeah. it every night, except every, it's not just every time. Week. And so, like, there wow. there will be situations where you'll be in the ring, and it's like, okay, <laughs> well, this hey, then the referee will tell you, hey, something's something's different, and it might be something small, it might be something absolutely huge. It might be like, okay, we're almost finished, but then the ref goes, hey, no, you got seven more minutes left, and you go. You're like, uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, let's figure this out. And so I think being wow. able to, and it's, and it's more than like a think on your feet, like with a microphone situation. It's like, think of on your feet with 
with like being able to do it verbally, being able to do it while you're like in midair doing something to someone. And, and with then, a trumpet wow. and everything Trum- else. Yeah. Tr- trombone, trombone. Trombone, sorry. Excuse <laughs> me. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, no. Do you, I don't want to put you on the spot, but is there a specific example of when you were like, oh, my God, this is going to be I need to switch things up like where you got, you know, dropped on at the last minute or something? Dude. Like, and I know this sounds ridiculous, but like pretty much every time you're out there, wow. something happens, <laughs> something happens. Cause it's, it's different. You don't know sure. if things are going to work out the way you want them to. And if they don't, it's live. So that means it was supposed to happen. And right. so you just pivot and you just completely mm-hmm. change. But the, the interesting part is learning the art of being able to communicate to like the other five people that are out there maybe. If, right. Cause like I'm in a tag team. So, and there's three of us. So yeah. that means if we're in a tag match, there's two other people and then the referee and then, so everybody has to be on the same exact wavelength. Um, but that I think has allowed me to better understand what my role is or what I believe my role to be in entering the mm. gaming industry. Because I feel like, especially in esports, again, something that's grown exponentially over the years, it's very interesting for us to watch because we love video games, right? But what about the person who doesn't? What about the right. person who like lives with somebody who's watching ESPN and they see Evo and they see people playing Street Fighter for like a million dollars and they're like, what? Million dollars for video games? What are they doing? But I feel like I feel like one of the things that I've been able to learn how to do and, and obviously so much more to learn still is I'm, I feel like I'm able to translate things that could be perceived as difficult by people who don't really understand them and don't feel the need to understand them mm. uh, in an entertaining way to kind of draw them in. So- I feel like in wrestling, we did it because so many people were so focused on uh, like the previous era. And so like in that and growing up and watching The Rock and Stone Cold and all those guys, I feel like it grew a generation of people who wanted to be just straight up badasses. But if you've got only badasses on a show for three hours, that's not, that's not good. It might be, (laughs) it'll, it'll be good for 20 minutes. And then I'm tired of it because I want to see different characters. I want to see, I want to see depth. I want to see range. And so, so I say esports because esports, obviously pretty easy to understand. You see life bars. You might not understand the attacks and counters, but you understand who's winning, who's losing. So for me, I've always wanted to bring to like the fighting game community, that aspect of just like trash talk, because that's what draws people in. Because even if I don't understand this game, but I see two guys screaming at each other like, oh, but you (laughs) lost to me last week. And when I was in the finals, you know what you were doing? You're sitting your ass in the crowd. Look at yourself. When was the last time you jumped over anything? <laughs> and then everybody, oh, <laughs> yeah. So like adding I, little everybody, things like that. Everybody understands a sick burn. Everybody exactly. understands. That's the, the universal language. And that's it. Yeah. But I've just, I've admired how much like just creativity and everything that you've brought into um, the, the new day, uh, specifically popping out of a giant box of bootios and <laughs> dressed as, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Z character. Like, bringing in that love of gaming too. I think you've really just added a lot of spice in your own creative ways. And it's it's incredible to see. Well, it's it's one of those things where I try to, we as a group try to ask ourselves if we weren't wrestling and we were grown men who were watching wrestling, what would we want to see? And that's what we do. And then the other side of that coin is I am a grown man who is a wrestler. What? is entertaining to me. How am I going to make myself smile out there? Because as much as I want to make everyone else smile, 
sometimes some things are just for me. Yeah. Some, <laughs> yeah. some jokes might not hit, but they'll hit with like a, sm a smidgen of people. Like there was a situation where we were on commentary one time and I, for just to get this one tiny joke in, I brought a bag of chips and I was eating them because they were talking about the people we were going to face later on in the month. And so as they're talking about them, I start eating the chips and I just go, show me my opponent. <laughs> and it's a clip from this Lil Wayne song. But it's literally like 0.1% of people on the planet right. would understand this. But then when I see it on Twitter and I see that 0.001% yes. tweeting yes. at me going, oh my God, so what the, what are you, why are you doing this? And it's like, I'm doing this for you <laughs> because you get it. <laughs> That, I bet you just feel giddy when you think of that, that you did oh, that. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, my and, God. Because it's, it's, it's pointless. It's, it's yes. almost meaningless. But yes. I feel like if you do that enough, so like stuff like that, I feel like those people that get it, like they rock with you for the rest of their lives because they Agreed. know that 100%. you spoke yeah. directly to them. Yeah. Do you, you know, being on the road so much, I mean, you guys obviously are a family together all the time. And, and gaming must play a huge part of that, you know? Like, what do you think, I mean, ha, how has gaming changed the WWE culture? What is the, what is the gaming culture behind the scenes at WWE? It's huge, because everybody yeah. plays video games. And yeah. there's, there's many guys and girls who, they go home when they're off the road, and they're with their spouse and their kids, and that is their, their blinders are on, because they're, they're in family mode. And right. for whatever reason, as they've gone through life, like, video games didn't come along with the family mode, which is, a normal thing that happens. But now with video games at work, so many people have gotten back into them. They're like, oh my God, I can't wait to come to work because I'm trying to play Tekken with you guys. You know? <laughs> yes. I just remember uh, at the the one time that I, I came to hang out with you backstage, you had your full setup. Oh. Like on the road, ready to go, uh, like pop-up gamer, ready to go. What, to. what were you playing or what do you bring with you when you travel? So I've got my full like trip mons, I call them, because trip monitors, uh, set up <laughs> battle station. Sounds here. like a Pokemon. Yeah, right? <laughs> trip mons. <laughs> got my trip mons. It's just all bright, too bright. Um, so Flash I, have a, I have a travel setup. So it's my laptop and then I've got my like my blue Yeti mic and then I got my camera. So I rock with like a DSLR, bring with me. Um, but I, it's, it's a whole, it's a full portable setup and I can set up my stuff in like four and a half minutes and we're good to go. I can film it and Whoa. tear it down in four and a half. So like, Dang. you know how, you know, movies where they, uh, uh, dudes in the army are like re doing their rifles, setting them up and seeing how fast <laughs> yeah. they can do it. So <laughs> yeah. legit, I would do that at home to see how fast I could set it up and tear it down. I'd practice because oh sometimes you only have like a 20 minute window. And so if I could, the faster I could set up, get like 10 minutes filmed with a game, tear it down and get out of there because they're, they're filming or for whatever reason, like we can't stay there. Um, so it's, it's definitely uh, <laughs> been a journey traveling with my, my setup literally all over the world. Like, I think uh, I'm smelling another, uh, another Guinness World Record. Yeah. On the yeah. horizon. <laughs> Seriously. That's going to be set up. <laughs> Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. 
try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle, follow your crave. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, here's the deal. Obviously, you know, we talk about best versus worst uh, every podcast. And this is the time where we're going to put your feet to the fire. So we're going to talk about the the game that you think is the worst. This isn't objectively the worst. It's just the game that you think to you is the worst and the game that's the best. All right, so the game that you think is the worst video game. I know this is like a popular worst video game, but it's legit. Uh, that Superman game on N64. Oh, Ooh. okay. That's All like right. for people mm. who've never heard of it. Explain, explain what it is to people. I, for, for those I don't know if I can. It. It's just like <laughs> you're Superman. I get too angry. But like, it doesn't make sense, and it, it's it's as if I at I at a very young age was like, oh, this is how a video game should work, and then someone who wasn't an adult was like, yep, here's money to do that. And I don't know, but but also too, like I never like fully dumping on games like that. So like, I always say like, I, I couldn't stand it because it just didn't make sense. It was weird. It was bad. Well, sure. uh, yeah. But to somebody that's their favorite game. And to that person, I'm sorry that I can't find the common ground with you on that. And I hope that you always enjoy that game to the makers of that game. I hope that you guys love that game. And it's just, it's my simple interpretation based on the right. schema. Mm-hmm. That it's, of course. Yeah, my life experience is my adult schema. It just, it doesn't flow with me. Of course. Yeah. What was like the most <laughs> nonsensical part? Like what really stuck with you as like, you know what? This ain't it. Just like, even this just like the controls, it. just the controls. It's just hard yeah. to do everything. And, and that's, and, and I feel ridiculous because I can't find like a specific thing that, that I thought was like super bad, just like as a whole. It was just disappointing, I, like a piece of wet, soggy bread. There's just huh. all, yeah. just what's, there's no yeah. good part. I will say when it comes to game, I feel you. And when it comes to games, especially because I'm such a comic book fan, and obviously I know you are too. Mm-hmm. When it comes to games based on comic book properties, the bar is high, man. You mm-hmm. know, like really it's, I mean, the new Spider-Man game is maybe one of the first games based on a superhero I really enjoyed. I was like, wow, this is fun. Like, woo! You know, like when you're like shooting webs and flying through the city. But Superman is tough also because he's the hero that all other heroes are measured against. It's yes. always Superman. been a tough thing. It's He yeah. could do anything. It's yeah. so hard, you know, to to really like put any obstacles in his way that even make sense. Yeah. Because there's even if like, he gets smashed with the Empire State Building, it's like right. Well, yeah, it, it may have like scratched him, but like right. He's, he's ultimately he's fine. 
He's fine. Yeah. He's yeah. fine. It's like I'm I'm Superman. This shouldn't be this complicated. No. Yeah. Like the controls, you know. Favorite game. Best game. Favorite By far, game. not there's not even a, I mean, I've got my top five, but the number one game By ever far. made, Mario Kart Double Dash. Double okay. Dash. I, I, yeah. Why specifically what? Double Dash? Yeah. Because that Double Dash mechanic of having two characters inside the cart where both of them can have special weapons, you can switch who the driver is so you can decide which item you're throwing at your opponents. Whoa. Unbelievable. Incredible for its time. Incredible for now. But they just decided to not do that anymore. Let's go back to regular Mario Kart because that's fun. It is fun. The latest Mario Kart, incredible. So much fun. Mm-hmm. So Where fun. the hell is Double Dash? <laughs> Wait, so Double Dash uh, was it for the six? What was it on? It was on GameCube. Mm-hmm. It was on GameCube. It was the reason. It's, it's the reason I have a GameCube. I, I don't know. I don't think Love that it. there's for me at least. There's not another game that's as replayable as that. I because you can play with friends. I can play it by myself, and I am ecstatic. Also, the fact that you can play two player, two players on the same cart. <gasps> Wait, game what? changing? Yes. So you like so- help each other steer and drive and shoot the weapons. Whoa. Yes. That's insane. strategies. The strategies. Yeah. Yes. There was I didn't, that's so God. cool. It's like in, in, in Halo, someone could drive the Warthog and someone could shoot. Yeah. Aww. It's absolutely. But in Mario best. Kart. Yes. Mario Kart. It's, it's so cute. good. Yeah. But it's cute. I'm not saying Master Chief isn't cute, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Under the helmet? Wow. What a guy. Wow. <laughs> um, so uh, in, in high school is when this game came out. And the girl that I dated, we did two things constantly. One of them was play Double Dash. And so we're very good at it. Mm. <laughs> La la. <laughs> the other but one was yell at each other, and that's why we. Yes, no, she's the. Yeah, yeah, super. No, she was the best woman in my wedding. She was my best woman. Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, my, my double god. dash partner for life. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> D D D forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, Austin, this was a delight. Thank you so much for coming on. And also, dude, your podcast, uh, The New Day, Feel the Power, is available whenever and wherever you get your podcasts. And yeah, follow this man at Xavier Woods, PhD. Can I do a weird intro for myself? Please. Put on the top. Absolutely. Oh my God, absolutely. All right. We good? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I am WWE superstar Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, a.k.a. host of the greatest YouTube channel of all time. Up, up, down, down. Subscribe if you have yet to subscribe already. Also the host over at twitch.tv slash Austin Creed. Also every Monday, make sure you listen to the New Day podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Just go to the search bar, type in the New Day, click the pink picture with the three black guys' faces on it. Even if you can't stand me as a human person who walks this earth, has a family with children, you can still subscribe and every Monday that's an automatic download that you can delete Monday night. Still helps your boy out. Thank you very much. And make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Xavier Woods PhD. Thanks, guys. Woo! Yeah! That's how it's done! (laughs) This is great. Wow! Unbelievable. So amazing, man. This was great. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. 
Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Man, Superman 64, I can't, I had completely blocked that from my memory, and now I'm kind of upset that I remember it exists. But Austin Creed, one of my favorite people. And honestly, I think we can just go back to forgetting that it exists. I'm o- <laughs> I'm okay to go back to that that uh, parallel universe where it doesn't exist in our brains. But honestly, I just want to squat up with him uh, in Mario Kart, and that's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want in my life, to squat up. Uh, well, be sure to follow Austin on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Austin Creed and on Instagram at Austin Creed Wins. And check out his podcast. He co-hosts along with his WWE teammates, WWE stars, Kofi Kingston and Big E called The New Day. Feel the power. That's Ooh, a cool podcast. You title. said that very underwhelming. Can you can we get can we get one more? All right, ready? I'm gonna say it yeah. again. Uh mm. WWE stars, Kofi Kingston and Big E, uh, along with Austin Creed, host the podcast The New Day. Feel the power. Yeah, you know you like the little uh, echo there? Uh, Each week, they dive into the world of WWE with guest interviews and behind-the-scenes stories. It's a hilarious podcast with new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Now, before we go today, we want to take another request from you guys on Twitter in a segment we like to call Game Doctor. Sonia and I know a lot of video games and are here to recommend a game for any and all moods that you guys are in. Tell us what you're looking for, and we'll prescribe you the perfect game. Please keep sending us good stuff. I love digging into this. And today, we've got at 21 underscore DPAC underscore 21. Uh, And he says, I love the podcast. I could use some help, though. Quarantine has left me brain dead. Can you recommend some games that require thinking to revive my brain cells? Hashtag Mm. GGNT. Um, We all need... A little bit of that, I feel like. Yeah. Brain dead is my resting state. So <laughs> That's my baseline. My baseline. And I'm going to recommend one of my favorite games because this game, I feel like made me smarter while I was playing it. I felt like my brain creating new neurons. You're getting a big brain. It's a game called The Witness by Jonathan Blow. Have you heard of The Witness? I feel like I've heard of The Witness, but I haven't played it. Tell me about it. Okay, so... Jonathan Blow made this game called Braid. Very fun. But The Witness is this game where it's first person. You're on an island. There's no people. You're by yourself. There's no speaking. There's no written text. And you have to solve puzzles. And you have to, it teaches you the rules of these puzzles by doing. So it's all labyrinths. And you figure, it's you do different mazes and you figure out the rules of these mazes. Huh. It's kind of like learning a new language. And it's really interesting. There's one piece in the game where there's all these different areas of the island that all have different kinds of puzzles. And there was one, there's one section where I didn't know, here's a, a labyrinth, here's a maze. I don't know how to do it. And then all of a sudden, in this one part of the island, there's a bird chirping. And I was like, wait a second. It goes low, low, high, low, low, high. In the maze, I go over and I go low, down, down, no up, down, way. down, up. And that's how you figure it out. And then you start to have to figure out, oh, now wait, now there's a bird chirping and there's a weird noise. So now I have to like fill in the blanks. It truly is 
mind-blowing. And so I would say The Witness is a great game that will make you smarter. Sonia, what would you say is a good game? What's a game that you can recommend uh, for people who think they're brain dead and want to be smarter? What a, what a way to frame it. But yeah, I would... <laughs> I would definitely, I I was really thinking about this and I think that I would recommend, it's kind of two stages. So my first one, I would recommend the original Tetris effect. It's so good and it's so pretty and it's literally available everywhere. Like it's on Xbox, PlayStation, Everett, PC. It's on the Quest, which is incredible. You can just fully get in VR and and just drop some Tetris stuff. But um, the, the reason I love it the most is because there's now Tetris Effect connected. Whoa. And you can play like multiplayer. You can do like co-op multiplayer Tetris. It's insane. And it all goes to music and it's really engaging. So that's definitely, that's a, that's a game that you're going to, you know, again, have the moment of, and his, and his brain grew three sizes too big. And I was reading some research where they were tying Tetris with like cortical thickness they did research into see. Oh, he thick. Oh, he, he got a thick Tetris. Cortex. Thick. cortex. Yeah, he got that thick cortex. Ooh, but yeah, I think yeah, I think that's a really engaging game. And listen, if you really want a thick cortex, <laughs> and I love the fact that Tetris Effect is now multiplayer with teams because mm-hmm. now I can disappoint my team in yet another way. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yes. Uh, I love it. Well, of course, if you have. Uh, If you need a game recommendation or you want us to review something, hit us up on Twitter uh, with the hashtag GGNT. And Sonia and I will prescribe a delightful antidote to your gaming problem. What do you think of that? That was pretty good, right? You said that with a lot of eyebrow. And I I really liked it, honestly. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Good Game. Nice try. Don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you all next week. And Good Game Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solotaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Beckton, with engineering and sound design by Hannes Brown. Music by John Danik. And eyebrows by Aaron Blair. <laughs> well played. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.